From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Tuesday, October 31st. I'm Sarah Reif. Cannabis growers and advocates expressed a mixture of appreciation and frustration at yesterday's General Government Standing Committee meeting. While processes at the Cannabis Department appear to have improved greatly under the leadership of Senior Program Manager Sarah McBurney and Interim Director Steve Dunnicliffe, growers still complain of bureaucratic quagmires and unanswered questions. A brief window from November 13th to 17th will open for some applicants to the Equity Grant Program in hopes of distributing funding to people who did not apply because of incorrect information previously provided by the Department. About 120 people applied for the Equity Grant under the eligibility criterion of having been within five miles of a camp raid. The Department is not currently able to move ahead with those applications. A staff memo says the Governor's Office of Business and Economic Development, or GOBiz, has asked for more information about the county's eligibility requirements, including that one. McBurney took a question from Supervisor John Haschak about the application window that will open next month and who's eligible to apply. So it's for folks who did not apply previously um, during our open eligibility window uh, due to incorrect information given at a public meeting by the department. So the actual criterion is an individual who has obtained or applied for a cannabis permit in Mendocino County or who has currently worked in the cannabis industry and was arrested and or convicted of a nonviolent cannabis-related offense but did not apply using this criterion during the previous submission period. Um, The department believes that folks may have met that eligibility, but perhaps applied for the camp radius as well, because maybe they qualified for both. And so now folks that fell under this camp radius criterion and are unable to move forward, we would like to make sure that they're uh, allowed to open or they apply during this 13th through the 17th window as well, because they may have not used that information Um, due to that statement that was made by the department at that public meeting. So everyone who applied using the five-mile radius can apply during that window if they think that they're qualified under that provision? That is correct. McBurney did say that more of the grant money is available directly to applicants. For the month of August, in our August monthly update, we had communicated 910000 that was going to be available in direct grant funding. And the department was actually able to work with GoBiz and reallocate $239,000 of that. So we were able to shift it from our direct technical assistance bucket over to our direct grant bucket. And McBurney was careful to distinguish how the equity grant and another grant, the Local Jurisdiction Program, or LJAGP, are connected and how they are not. There will be an element to the equity piece in the Local Jurisdiction Assistance Grant Program, but that cue will be different. Um, So the thought processes for the Local Jurisdiction Assistance Grant Program, when that application window period opens, we will accept applications for that. Um, you know, currently how it's written uh, with $4.8 million to disperse at $25K each, which is currently what the, the program manual suggests. You're looking at about 200 direct grants that can be funded. There is still fallout from the previous Cannabis Administration's attempts to move applicants through the permitting process. Phase 1 applicant Rick Fultz said he's still experiencing repercussions from another failed attempt to organize applications. I have gotten a letter from the DCC a letter of abandonment of my application. The ironic part about this is I was deprioritized last year for not having an application with the state, which I did have the application with the state. I was deprioritized, and now the state's getting ready to abandon my application for not being able to move through the process with the county. 
When it came to streamlining the ordinance, Mulhern said she doesn't think it will happen in a hurry. First of all, I don't think that we're done with the ordinance. I don't think that, I think we're probably years off from that, just to be very frank with you. I think this is a next step to streamline, to improve the process, but I don't know, and I would just caution the board, we're not done. Cannabis consultant Chantal Simon-Petrie urged the board to get more involved with the minutiae, laying out an example of a cascade of errors that resulted from a requirement by California Department of Fish and Wildlife that's based on inaccurate information about setbacks. Michael Katz, the executive director of the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance, thinks the county should spend less time looking out for CDFW. These items that we're talking about on the site plan, they're not required for us to do. It's extra work internally for the planners to have to review that, for the people to have to submit it. We're, we don't have to be in the business of helping other agencies do their work. Cannabis attorney Hannah Nelson backed him up. Making complicated things based on processes that keep changing and staff that keep changing and some that are not qualified to actually understand what they're looking for based on mismatched criteria, as we know from the CDFW Exhibit A, etc., is a mistake. Mulhern pushed back against numerous objections about using track and trace to gather data about cannabis for the crop report. When it is time for a crop report or for other data or information that the county needs to use to support the industry for all kinds of things, including, you know, uh, budgeting within the county, applying for grants, et cetera, I think that having accurate information is critical to the needs of the cannabis community. And I appreciate... Um, MCA's involvement in trying to get data, we were unsuccessful with that. And I don't want to just throw uh, darts in the air to put a number out. I want to have real information so that our community understands what cannabis cultivation provides to our economy. It's important. The General Government Standing Committee will meet again in December. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.